Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. In his presence is the fullness of... Come on now, y'all. <laughs> that was good, but I know we can do better. In his presence is the fullness of... Joy, right? I want to be strengthened in the Lord. And the joy of the Lord is our what? There's something there, guys. There's something to that, man. And it's so awesome because Daniel even shared a word in prayer about today in his presence. The Lord is highlighting specifically in his presence is the fullness of joy. He's here. He's here. He's here. And it was also crazy. I'm going to share this corporately just because I feel like it's the Lord. So I'm going to, I'm going to share it. Um, um, Lindsay just really encouraged me during pre-prayer, uh, pre-service prayer about just like feeling like the Lord's going to give me a word for somebody. So I'm going to share this corporately because I believe it's from the Lord. Um, Tom? Tom? Uh, <laughs> um, as we were worshiping, man, um, I just saw this picture of this vast ocean. And, and the ocean was vast and it was, it was dark. And in the background was the sun. And the sun was beginning to rise up in that background. And, and as the sun rose higher and higher and higher, it began to illuminate that ocean. Um, the light began to just dissipate darkness and darkness fled. And I felt like the Lord was saying to you, man, that, that where you are in your sphere of influence, on your job, where, in, in everything that you do, the Lord is saying, look, everything is, is darkness around you. And I felt like you've had, like, questions about, like, oh, Lord, are you moving? What's going on? What's taking place? And the Lord's like, look, your faithfulness, your, your willingness to glorify me in the midst of this is going to allow the sun to rise and the light to shine. And the Lord is going to be glorified in the midst, man. And it's an amazing thing. And he's just saying, thank you for being faithful. Continue to walk in faithfulness, man. That sun's rising, and, and that light is shining, and it's a good thing. It's a good thing. There's change coming. There's change coming, man, for you. I believe it, dude. I believe it, dude. I believe it, dude. So, so yeah, Lord. <laughs> yeah, God, you're so good, God. Um, I thank you, Lord, God, that, that, yes, in your presence is the fullness of joy, God. God, I thank you, Lord, so much that you delight in us, God. You look down on us, Father God, and you say, hey, you look to the angels on the left and the right, Father God, and I see this picture of you just having this wallet and it's showing them, God, our faces. Like, look at my beloved son. Look at, look at my beloved daughter and who I'm well pleased. I, I want to be in the midst of them. I want to walk with them. I want to interact with them. I want to talk to them. I want to fulfill every promise, every promise for them because I love them so much, God. So we thank you, Lord God, that in your presence is the fullness of joy, Father. And I pray that we be strengthened and encouraged, Father God, that we would allow the joy, your joy, to be our strength, Father. Just have your way in the midst of us, God. Thank you for being so, so faithful, God. We love you. Thank you that you became us so that we could become you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you. Just really, really received that. I just really sensed the word. And we were, as we were praying this morning, I put on that song. I was leading the songs and put on that a, a new hallelujah, sing a hallelujah. And then all of a sudden I heard the worship team singing and I just really sensed that the Lord was giving out new hallelujahs this morning. If you remember, Lord, in the, in the, in the, in the word when Jehoshaphat was facing an incredible crazy obstacle or, or where uh, Jericho was in the midst of, uh, you know, uh, all, all that, that they put out the praise and worship. They put out new hallelujahs right in front of them and saw walls fall and saw obstacles fall saw a whole army dissipated without even the stroke of a sword. And so, Lord, I just pray right now, God, I'm just believing for dwelling place. I'm believing for individually, but I, I say this corporately, God, you're raising up a new hallelujah, a new praise before us, God. You're saying, God, come out and praise. Come out and declare. Come out and speak forth the praises of God, and you'll see kingdoms fall. You'll see armies fall. You'll see walls crumble to the ground straight down before you and so lord i just pray that lord some of us are lord we've been trying to ch chip at the walls and lord I i've been guilty lord i've been trying to try to slay the giants myself and trying to take down the walls myself but god man it's so much easier if we just take that position to raise up a new hallelujah to raise up a hallelujah in the midst of it and see the walls fall and the armies flee 
So, Lord, I just pray that over us. Pray that over us individually, but just pray that over dwelling place, God, that we together can raise up a hallelujah. We can raise up in unity and say, yes, Lord, we declare that you are good. You're worthy to be praised. There is none like you. Lord, we sang that all morning. God, that you're going to take us from glory to glory. God, there's, there, that's, you do it all of our lives. But God, thank you that we're not at the glory that we used to be. Lord, thank you that you've taken us from the muck and the mire of the clay. And you've taken us and risen, raised us up and set us on solid ground. And we just pray that you would continue to take us from glory to glory. So, Lord, we bless you. We honor you. We thank you. Father, we thank you for it. We just say amen. 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 Let's give the Lord some praise this morning. Just, Just close your eyes. Just pray with me. God, we just ask you to give Jesus his inheritance. God, we just say the nations are Jesus's inheritance. God, we just ask that you would you would give Peru to Jesus. God, give Jesus Peru. He shed his blood for every tribe and tongue and nation. So, God, we just ask that you would give Jesus the nations of the earth in Jesus' name. Amen. So, um, this is uh, a trip that we're going to be participating with this summer. Um, Ben and I kind of got caught up in the storyline. Do you think we could turn the lights on? I just want to see your faces. Thanks, Dad. Um, yeah, this Peru was like not on our grid, not on the Bradford's grid at all. And, um, one morning I woke up from a dream where I was, I was serving coffee to a group of people and I said, this is how we do it, blah, blah, blah style. I don't remember the word I said. And, um, it was a, it was like a foreign sounding word. So I woke up and I remembered the word and I was like, Holy Spirit, what was that? Like, what is that? You know? And. I was like, it kind of, I thought maybe it sounded a little bit like the Serbian word for lemon, you know, and I was like, is it that? And the Holy Spirit was like, no, Peru. I was like, Peru? So I just kind of like pulled my phone out and I type it in phonetically like, uh, okay, this sounds about right. Google it and it comes up as this is the word that the locals of Lima, Peru call their city. And I was like, whoa, okay, (laughs) something's happening. So I had this dream, and honestly, I just kind of shelved it, you know? I wasn't like, my heart wasn't like boom, 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 beating for Peru yet. And um, a couple years later, Peru, I kept seeing it everywhere, like like different just on social media, like the country just kept coming to the forefront, and I was like, remembered the dream. I was like, told Ben, maybe we should pray about this. So do you want to share your part to that? Yeah, so um, one morning I was at home just praying before church, and I was just, I just felt led to pray that God would purify the wells of relationship. And so I was just praying that, and I come to church, and uh, Allison Keys is actually sharing about how at VBS they had taken an offering to send to drill wells in Peru. And I'm like, wow, that's interesting. You know, I'm praying about this thing, and then she gets up and talks about something very similar that has to do with Peru. Later that day, um, Terry Haltom had given me this uh, episode of Sid Roth, so, and he had given that to me like nine months prior, but I just decided to watch it that day. I'm watching it, and I, I'm watching it, and it shows people in the crowd, and I see someone in the crowd, I'm like, I think I know that person. So I get on Facebook and stalk them, basically, and I, I look on their Facebook page, and it is, uh, actually, I, I message them, and I'm like, hey, were you on Sid Roth, like, I don't know, a year ago? They're like, yeah, that was totally me. And on her Facebook page, it was actually um, somebody from Daryl Roberts, yeah, church in Boone, actually. And on her Facebook page are all these pictures of her in Peru, on a mission trip in Peru. And I'm like, hey, are you in Peru? She's like, yeah, I'm on this mission trip in Peru. I'm just like, what is happening? So there was this season of time where, like, God was just shouting Peru at us. Like Danielle said, like, you know, our, we were missionaries in Europe. You know, our heart is mostly for that region, um, but we just could not escape Peru. Crazy, just crazy circumstances like that um, continued. So we, uh, we shared this with Jared and Emily King, um, whom some of you guys know. And uh, long story short, they ended up uh, telling us, they were like, hey, 
we just met with uh, people that are close to the founders of, of One Nation One Day, this ministry, and this is before they had publicized it, and they said, the nation of focus for 2019 is Peru. And so we just felt like God had finally given us like the application for all that he had been speaking to us about Peru. So we're still, I mean, this is like a step of faith for us. I mean, we, again, we believe God is obviously doing something in this nation. We want to be a part of it, but we want to invite you guys to be part of it as well. Yeah, so, I mean, I really believe, like, this this trip, Dominic Russo was the guy who's kind of, like, organizing it, and I really believe it's just even bigger than him. I mean, he would probably say that, too. Like, I just feel like the face of God is turned towards this nation. I mean, I've just even noticed, like, I see Peruvian stuff everywhere now. Like, there's llamas. Like, that's, like, a trend for fashion, little cute little llamas, and that's, like, their thing. You know, I just feel like even the 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 world has tapped into God's, like, face is turned toward this country. And um, so I'm just thrilled and honored to, like, be swept up in this. Like, we just kind of, like, got swept up in what he wants to do, you know. And so anyway, we just want to extend the invitation to come with us. We are going. Um, the kings are also going. They're going to the, to the mountains. Um, we're going to the city of Lima, of course, because we got all these words about Lima, you know, so we'll be going there. Um, it's going to be a wonderful trip. It's so, I've, I've talked with these people. They're so genuine. They're so well organized. They're like fabulous, you know. Um, any age, any like s- state in life, like every, everyone can come on this trip. So I just invite you to really pray about um, this opportunity. It's happening this summer. Um, I don't know if you got the cards that were passed out, but on the back there's some information about the trip. And um, immediately following the service today, we're having an interest meeting and a launch party just right here in the cafe. So if you've been, like, sitting there and your heart's, like, burning as you're listening to this story, I just want to tell, invite you to please come. Like, just come, have lunch with us. We'll talk about the trip. We have this, ex- this saying in Dwelling Place, if you give expression to an impression, you become impressionable, Right? That's how Ben and I got here. We gave expression to the impression that the Lord was speaking, and that's how we're here going on this trip. So if you feel like your heart is burning when we're talking about this, like please come to the interest meeting. I also just want to encourage you, everyone should be praying for this trip, whether you're going or not, okay, and all the, the other trips that are happening, Croatia, Uganda, and Costa Rica. And I want to really encourage you, please, either give or go. One or the, even if it's just like $5, just invest. Invest in this, uh, the missions that are happening this summer. I'm not just talking about Ben and I's trip, Peru. Like, I'm talking invest in Uganda, invest in Costa Rica, invest in, in Croatia. Like, even if it's a small amount, if you're not going to go, like, just give something. Like, a, even if it's a small seed. To, to be a part of this. Like, I believe that um, the Lord is just moving dwelling place into missions this summer. So just just put something into that. Like, make a little investment. Amen. So immediately after church, uh, downstairs in the kitchen, um, we'll have... In the cafe. Okay. It's provided. Yeah. There you go. Amen. Thank you. Achilles lights, please. You know, you stand up here, you're always, or sitting down here front, you're always sticking your finger into the wind. <laughs> Leave the lights on, Luke, please. And you're saying, all right, Spirit of God, what are you doing? Um, I is right. The word that I do have uh, that I was to speak this morning is a word that's not for Sunday. It's really for about the next years for dwelling place. And so when I, as you start hearing and seeing what God's doing, you know that it's not in relationship to this word this morning. Um, so I'm going, God, what are you doing? I mean, it's good notes, y'all. In fact, you'll hear, hear about it again. Uh, and I've worked a long time in relationship to that, but uh, God is doing something else. Um, so I said, God, what are you doing? So I know the only thing I know that he's doing right now, he wants me to show a video. 
it kind of impacted my heart. And I think what um, God is saying will come out of this. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, Leanne, was Leanne and David here this morning? Um, they, Leanne stood up and she shared a word about, about really in essence of Romans 8, 28, where God causes all things to work out for the good of those who love him and are those who are called according to his purpose. So God is working to cause things to good. And sort of the song that the worship team led us in this morning, if things are not, what did I say? If it's not beautiful, it will be. God's not through. God's not through. And, you know, too many times in my life I wanted, you know, when mom was making or Paula was making cookies or, or baking a cake, I'd want to eat the batter, you know. But that's not the best part, you know, to wait for the best part to cook. So if something's going on in our lives and you see it on the short, short side, on the front side, and it's not beautiful and it's not good, it's not done yet. Uh, can we show that video, please? And, uh, you know, last week was the national championship game between Clemson and Alabama. And, you know, mourning will occur <laughs> you know, for, for, for Alabama. But, uh, you, know, you know, being married to a dyed-in-the-wool Alabama fan, I root for Alabama, you know, or That's divorce, so, you know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but really, I was an Alabama fan before I ever met Paula. And, uh, but anyway... But one thing I really do is I have a tremendous amount of respect for Dabo Sweeney, the coach at Clemson. And uh, you're about to see a video of a guy who's the equipment manager for Clemson. And you start, and just watch this and watch the content of, of this having to do with when something appears not beautiful yet, let it finish cooking. I don't mess you up. I think uh, the part I feel like God's just highlighting this morning was the, the dad in that story. When he started off, when his son, he found out his first, was firstborn and found out he had Down syndrome, his first response was that their, their life was messed up. But I love what he said. Boy, was I, was I wrong. And, uh, and, you know, just think, this, is the, this sort of plays into what we were talking about, Tulio was talking about earlier. How many times do they, uh, people, when they quote the possibility of having a Down syndrome kid, whether they're going to possibly abort? Can you imagine aborting a David Seville? And just, uh, just in, here we are playing a video of him, and he's impacting our lives. But I think what God's speaking about this morning, just real quick, and... Uh, is about that some of us in our lives right now have some things that we're, we're in the middle of that things aren't beautiful yet. They're not good yet. And, uh, and I think some hearts need to be encouraged that, that God is working to make all things beautiful. You hear me? And I don't know where in the world to go from here, but I just know we just went in doubt. Jesus, you know? And so, uh, so let's just pray a second. Can I ask the worship team to come back up, please? Oh, they already flew the coop. <laughs> You're leading worship for with two. <laughs> yeah. Um. The, um, I think that some people in here need to hear some words uh, from the Lord. I ask you in the body that you would listen. Uh, we need words that are exhortation, consolation, or edification in the body uh, for one another. Um, we don't need words to, to fall apart. We don't need words that tell us what we need to do. We need words to, to encourage us that God is still cooking. He's still baking. You know, the word you had about bur for burby, about change, you know, when you speak words like that, you've got to have agreement. So I don't know whether we want to have agreement about change that was possible for burby. But, but, 
In other words, the possibility that they would move to another city. So I'm going, oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, but that was a relevant word. It was a relevant word, wasn't it, Tom? It is. And so God speaks. For you can all prophesy one by one that all may be exhorted and all may learn. That word for work, learn there literally means to be brought into experience. So let's just, let's just set our hearts on the Lord right now. Cool, Melissa? Take us there, will you? Lord, I just uh, pray, Lord, as we gather together as a family. Lord, 
Lord, to worship you, to set our hearts on you. And Lord, invert always you as a good father that you are. Lord, that when we come together with you, your heart turns toward us. To express your goodness, express your love, your compassion for us. And Lord, uh, as a family, we come. Lord, there's parts of our body that are discouraged, heavy, weighted down, looking at an unfinished business. So Lord, I ask for prophetic words, prophetic revelations to come forth right now to exhort and encourage. Lord, I, I pray right now, revelation. Is anybody in here, something as us, we was praying or as we was worshiping, something came in your heart for another person, Brian? Exhortation or consolation or edification? I don't think this is for a particular person. I think it's for a lot of people. But a lot of us feel like there's a need to struggle, that there's issues that we have to fight about. And what I feel like God is saying is, he has you covered. He's fighting for you. And, you know, the, in the nation of Israel, sometimes the army that was supposed to go out wasn't the ones with swords and bows. It was the ones with lyres and tambourines, weird weapons. But God's fighting for you. The weapons are not what you think, and the struggle is not what you think. What you need to do is rest, not fight. What you need to do is trust and not push so hard. Come here, Chad. Curtis. Can you? Man, I'm really, really emotional today. Come here, Chad. See where Chad was sitting? Come here. Um, I just really felt like the Lord just wanted to, to bless you. For you to know how beautiful and how important you are to all of us. And I just, I just felt like, you know, just sort of like God the Father did with, I'm not, God, <laughs> how God the Father did with Jesus that time, you know, when he got baptized, or also, you know, when Peter, he called him out publicly. This is my beloved son, and I'm well pleased. And I just felt like Godfather said, you know, Chad sits in the back watching the kids, but also guarding the back. Lest anyone try to get to the children, you have to deal with him. So. <laughs> but I just wanted to highlight him that he is so precious to us. So, always been a treasure to me. Y'all agree? Sorry, you got something? Um, sorry. Uh, right here um, with the glasses. Um, you got a black shirt on. Sorry, I don't know your name. Um, uh, right here in front of Miranda. Um, yeah, so. I'm sorry, I don't, I don't know your name, Lori. Um, it's good to meet you. Um, even before the service started today, um, I was standing up here just talking to Robbie, um, and my gaze just kept being drawn to you. Um, there's such pleasure that the Lord has in you. And I know that there's verses that, that tell us over and over again about how pleased he is, how much he loves us, about his loving kindness and how he surrounds us with it. But it's not like just this, this fluffy, nice word. There's such pleasure that the Lord has in you. Like I, I don't even know that with words that I can even comprehend or even communicate to you the depths of what I'm feeling right now. There's, he, when he looks at you, there is such pleasure in every moment. He looks at you in the morning, and there's just pleasure. Every thought that he has for you is just joy and pleasure.
There's been a, um, a time that you've went through. I don't know if it's been the last 10 years, 15 years. Um, you felt alone in a lot of things. Um, feels like you've kind of been climbing up a mountain and you've been by yourself. Sometimes you've been afraid that you were going to take another step and that you were going to slip and it was all going to be lost. And I just hear the Lord saying that He's been around you. I hear the Lord saying that He's putting people around you now that even though He's been around you the whole time, He's going to put people around you physically right now. That you're not going to wonder if you're alone anymore. You're not going to question about every step anymore. There's going to be people that are going to provide wisdom to you. There's going to be people that are going to bring you counsel when you don't know the decisions to make, when you're laying awake at night, and there's worry and anxiety. There's people that you're going to be able to reach out to. The Lord, I just hear Him declaring that loneliness will be around you no more. God, we bless her with that. We bless her with community, God. We bless her with friendship, God, with wisdom and counsel. We ask you to surround her with it, God. That your goodness will become tangible to her, God. We just declare that. God, and I just hear you declaring over her right now, well done. Well done. God, I just rebuke lies that whisper to her, God, that she's made mistakes, God, and that her mistakes can't be fixed, God, that they can't be corrected. We just declare over her, well done. Well done. Cake ain't cooked yet. Come here, Heather. Shepherd. I don't know why, but God told me to tell you to come up here. Go ahead. This doesn't even fully make sense in my head. Um, but what I heard the Lord declare when I looked at you, I heard him say that he's... The, that he's granting you the wisdom of ages. That the wisdom of ages are being granted to you. Um, I know that wisdom has to do with, with seeing movements and understanding movements. It understands like if this action is taken, that this is going to be the result. Or if this thing has happened, that this is how we can, we can take another action to counteract. Or this is what's coming. I, I see this and then you start to recognize the, the pattern. You see what's coming before it even happens. And um, I just feel like the Lord said that he's granting you the wisdom of ages, that decisions um, that you're facing right now, that things that are in front of you, that he's granting you the wisdom of ages to understand, not just what the effect of your decisions or the, the effect of your choices are going to be even for tomorrow or for the next week, but what the effect of your choices are going to be 10 and 15 years down the road. Um, there's something that he's doing in you that he's... There's something that he's doing in you that it's so further down the road than what you can even see right now. Um, there's things I think that you're putting your hands to that, that you know that you're supposed to put your hands to right now, but there's such longevity in it. It's so much further down the road than what you can even imagine right now that even the time that you're, you're putting into it right now, it, it's not just for a five-year or a ten-year. I, I see generation that there's something that you're putting your hands into that's going to have generational impact. It's going to be year after year after year, decade after decade, there's something that you're putting your hands into. God, and I just declare, God, I just speak over Him. God, just persistence. God, I speak strength that He can stick with the things that you're putting in front of Him, God. I remember one time, Jared, don't go anywhere. Jared was uh, um, pro prophesied over Brittany Howard's dad who came here for her graduation. And he got mad at Brittany. He said, how did you tell him about me before he started? He got on the internet and read about me. <laughs> that impacted his life.
just once, just to, to piggyback on what everyone, just the theme of just walls coming down and never giving up, never giving up. He has put faith in your heart. There is faith in your heart. There is faith in your heart. And even when you get knocked down, you get back up. You get back up. Even when you get dragged through the mud, you get back up. Because there's something in you. There's something in you that won't quit. When you know Jesus and when you've got the Savior in you, there is something in you that won't quit. So don't quit. If you feel like throwing in the towel, don't quit. If you feel like just letting go, don't let go. Because there's something in you. There is a fire that in you that can never be put out. Can never be put out. So I just pray. I just pray for this body. Father, strengthen us, God. Strengthen your sons and daughters, God. Strengthen your sons and daughters, God. We are stepping into a season, God, where you want us all in. You want us all in, Jesus. So I pray, God, you gird us up with your strength, God. Gird us up with your strength, God. Give us resolve, Lord. Give us resolve, Lord, for no matter what comes at us, God. No matter what, God. We are not going to quit. We are not going to quit as long as there's breath in our body, God. We are coming after you, Lord, and everything that you have for us, Jesus. Everything that you have for us, Jesus. I pray blessing over each and every person in this body, God. You see the heart, God. You see everything. You see everything, God. Meet, meet us all, God. Meet us all, God, in those places, Jesus. And even if we have to wait, that's okay. Even if we have to wait, that's okay, because you have given us a promise, Jesus, that if we do not relent, God, we will see the promise. We will see the promise in the land of the living Jesus. So we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for hope that is in you, Lord. Jesus. Um, come here, Heather. We didn't throw you out, please. As Heather was praying and, and prophesying, uh, you felt it hit your heart. I want you to stand, please. I know there was some. Whew. Ain't through yet. Get around these people, please. I need the body around them. is going or anything, but I heard um, that the Lord just wants to pull the plug and let just the emotion, the sadness, and the disappointment just drain out. He wants it to drain out. Just what's, what you've been hiding so close to your heart, what you've been feeling in the moments when you're alone. Just the despair, just the sadness, the disappointment of the things that haven't turned out the way you wanted them to. That God just wants to pull the plug. Just pull the plug. Just pull the plug. You're in a safe place. Let it come out. Let it drain. Let it drain. Let it drain. Because once it's out, once we poured ourselves out, then the miracle happens. Then he... He fills us back up with all that is good, all of his goodness, all of his beauty, all of his hope, all of his hope. Father, I just pray, Lord, for anyone that is holding on to something, that's holding on to something too tight that they're afraid to let it go because they're just afraid. I don't know that the, the fear standing in front of them, Lord, just um, fear of, of stepping out one more time and it not working out. Whatever it is, God, just, I pray, God, right now in the moment you give them the grace to release it, Jesus. Release it, Jesus. Release it, Lord. Pull the plug. Just let it all come out. Let it all drain out. Let it all the ugly, all the, uh, all the, the gunk, all the junk that we've been holding on to, let it all flow out, Jesus, in the mighty, in your mighty, awesome name. Let it all flow out, Jesus. Let it all flow out, God. 
let it off the well, God. Forgive us, God, where we haven't put our faith in you, Lord. Forgive us for trying to do things on our own, God. Forgive us for, for isolating, Lord. Forgive us for, for all the things, God, that we have let get in front of you, Lord. Forgive us for distractions, God. Forgive us for complacency. Forgive us, God. Forgive us, Jesus. Forgive us, Jesus. We want you, Lord. We want you, God. We want you, Jesus. Fill us back up, Lord. Fill us back up, Lord. With your goodness. Fill us back up, Lord, with your hope. Fill us back up, Lord, with your freedom. It's you and only you, God. Can take away our sadness. You and only you, God, can heal our diseases and cover our disappointments. It's you and only you, God. You and only you, God. You and only you, God. Let it drain out. Let it drain out. For some of us, it's years and years and years and years and years and years of disappointments. Years and years and years and years and years of missteps. Let it drain out. Let it drain out. Because before you leave today, God wants to fill you up with hope. He wants to fill you up with his truth. He wants to fill you up with his love. And he wants you to be free. He wants the chains to be gone. Chains be gone in the mighty name of Jesus. Chains be gone in the mighty name of Jesus. The joy is coming, God. The joy is coming, God. It's you and only you, God. Restore our joy, God. Restore our joy, God. Yeah. It's you and only you, God. Only you can do. What no man can do, what no man can do, God. Yeah. God, I thank you, Lord, that our worship is our weapon. Our worship is our weapon, God. And you have created us as sons and daughters, mighty warriors, Jesus. Mighty warriors, Lord. The fight really isn't ours. All we have to do is take our position, Lord. And take our position of worship, Lord. Praising you, declaring how great our God is. Declaring how good he is in and out of every season. In good times and bad. In the bad circumstance, God. And on top of the mountain, God, you are good, God. You are good, God. Help us transition our thoughts and our hearts onto you, Lord, leaving all the crap behind Jesus, all the things that you pulled the plug on. Let it just let it drain out and let it roll on the floor down the drain, Jesus, because you want to fill us up on something that lasts, God, something that's eternal, Lord. You're not the counterfeit God. You're the real deal, Jesus. You're the real deal, God. You want to fill us up on you, God. You last. You matter, God. You take us to places we could never get to on our own, God. Fill us up with you, Jesus. Fill us up, God. But how we get there is through our praise, Jesus. Through our praise and our worship, God. And pressing into you when it doesn't feel good getting up when we don't want to, Lord. Getting off the floor when we feel like crawling, God. That is how we get to it. That's how we press into you, Jesus. So I pray, God, that you give every single person, God, that raised their hand or stood up, God. And even the ones that didn't, God, that you give them strength, Lord. You give them strength. Guard them up in their strength, Lord, with your strength, Jesus. That they have hope again. That they have hope again. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come be seated. If you're still praying, keep praying.
Uh, hey, Dana. Um, could you stand for me for a second? During worship, um, I saw a cover getting pulled back, um, and the uh, and the uh, the Lord said that you've been so faithful in the secret place um, that it's been hard sometimes, feeling so covered, um, almost feeling hidden, um, feeling disconnected and pulled away. But God said that you've been so faithful in the secret place, and He's about to pull the cover back. He's about to pull the cover back. The picture I saw, the picture I saw was, uh, I saw David as a kid. And I saw him out in the field and he knew that there was so much more. Um, and he felt so like pulled away from where he felt like he was supposed to be. But his heart was so burning with passion to worship that he just couldn't hold it back. I just hear him saying that uh, he's honored every moment of worship that you've poured out. That even when you felt like you were alone, that he was worshiping with you. There was such an incredible audience every time that you've worshiped in secret. There's something that, uh, that the Lord was doing in that. I just see uh, your relationship with the Lord. It's, it's almost like a rope. Um, and what I see is that in that season, the Lord was redeeming. There were parts of a relationship that had almost been lost. And it seems like that in that secret place, that the Lord redeemed places where it felt like the parts of that relationship had, um, what's the word? Parts of that relationship had been devalued. They'd almost been abused, your relationship with Him, the preciousness of it. You'd been asked to step into some things at times that you didn't really know if you felt comfortable with. And He pulled you into that secret place, and He's redeemed some of those places for you. He's allowed, he's allowed it to become again about your intimacy with Him. God, I just declare over her that she's ready. God, I declare over her that she's ready, that you have made her ready, God. God, we thank you for this season that she's had to be in a secret place with you. To be pulled away, God, just you and her. And we just bless everything that you've given to her in that place, God. We bind it to her, God, that it can never be stolen. We bind it to her, God. Every promise that you gave, every truth that you implanted into her heart, God, we bind them to her. And God, we declare over her that she's ready. We see what you've done, God. We see her heart for you, God. We see her passion for worship, God. We declare over her, God, that she's ready. I bless the transition for her, God. Even though sometimes she's asked why she's been pulled away, stepping out of that place of the secret place sometimes, God, it can feel a little strange. And God, I bless her transition. I ask you to be with her in it, God. God, and I declare over her that her worship is pure. God, I just hear you saying that. Her worship is pure. 
You know, uh, God, uh, like a cool father that he is, there's times that, you know, that he highlights parts of the body that need loved on. And I wish we could go around the room. I could feel like that intensity in my heart around the room. And Craig could do that. Right, Craig? <laughs> and, uh, but anyway, uh, you know, just sort of taking this to a, another level, another phase. Uh, the cool thing is we have a God that's still cooking. No matter what circumstance or situation you're in. This last week I had to head out, was headed down to, to Eagle's Nest and hanging out with the crew down there. And it was so cool. They really, truly blessed my heart. But I had let, came in tangent real early and uh, getting a biscuit before I headed on down the road. And uh, I, uh, lady in there says, Rick, uh, is that one of your crew that has church in here every Tuesday? In the, in the table right here? And I go, I don't know, probably. And I go, yeah, you know, you know, got black hair. I go, is it Wheeler? No, no, no. Wheeler, is it black hair? Got black hair. Isaiah, Isaiah. Yeah, I, yeah, that's him. I said, I said, well, what's up? And she said, well, he was in here this week, and, and uh, he goes, I just had a vision. The Lord was telling me the guy was healing somebody's neck, and that was me. And he prayed for me. And look at me. I can hear him healed. And, and, uh, and there was people around her. It's just going, I couldn't do this. I couldn't sleep. You know? You know, know like, I'm doing this. And, and I left and she was still telling the people around her that God healed her. You know? And in fact, I think he, she came running out to you the next morning out to the gas pumps, didn't he? And tell her, said, Rick, no, that day. Did you talk to Rick? Did you talk to Rick? You know, you know that's, that's our God. You know, sometimes it comes quick like that. I mean, one, one person in our body, they were having financial difficulties one time. Uh, the wife had, to, had what was it? I can't remember, it was surgery of some sort, and they couldn't even afford the, the surgery and just financial situations in their business. And uh, God came to them in two crazy events. A guy came, and I have this story mixed up. It's not just because I forgot it. I'm not trying to evangelize it, evangelistic it or whatever. But the guy from in the community who didn't even come to his, our church came to his door and walked in the house, and I believe he wrote a check to him for $20,000. That's a God who comes those places. I remember one time I was preaching down in Boone and, and uh, after the service this lady walks up and says, listen uh, God just told me to give you this handful of cash. And I'm going, ma'am, I really appreciate it. Right now we're okay. I mean, we don't need this. But she says, no, God told me to give you this handful of cash. And so I'm going, you know, I almost feel like a pimp, you know. <laughs> you know, where I come from, that's you know, that's so anyway, I got this handful of cash and I was stuck in my pocket, you know? And so, uh, and so anyway, I don't know, pimps have a handful <laughs> drug dealers, whatever. Y'all know what I mean. So, uh, I'm not in a hole now, I better dig out. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm sitting there, I don't know what to do with cash, but I'm sitting there, I'm praying for people, ministering people. And all of a sudden this lady comes up and she says, she tells me how, you know, that she's totally broke and that she's, she's a single mom. She was first time to that church. She was a single mom and she didn't have any money to pay her bills and that she resisted a temptation the night before and go to work at a strip club so that that's the only way that she knew that she could take care of her family. And I said, well, ma'am, your Heavenly Father wants to know that you don't have to do that. So I reached in and grabbed that handful of cash and said, this is what he wanted you to have. I just want to believe that whatever circumstance or situation that you may be in that's telling you the cake is not going to get cooked, God's going to finish the cake. We agree? So let's pray and close shop so we don't have to minister deliverance to the children's workers.
Lord, we thank you for those kids. They're a blessing, full of energy. But Lord, just like they're in process, so also are we. Every one of us in this room, Lord, are in process in, in allowing the birthing of the revelation of Jesus Christ in our lives. And Lord, many circumstances and situations surrounding us are half-cooked. And Lord, you're doing a work, and you promised us, Lord, that you will work to cause all these things to work out for our good. You beautify the afflicted ones with salvation. So Lord, we call forth encouragement, strength, perseverance, that you promise us you will never leave us, you'll never forsake us. So, Lord, we can confidently say that you are our helper. We will not be afraid. What can a man do to us? You are our God. So, Lord, we pray whatever need, whatever situation is going on in this room, Lord, we pray the power of your Holy Spirit come. Come. In Jesus' name. I'm just going to get the, uh, can I just have the prayer team come up? Um, as we close, maybe um, maybe you have something that I, I, you know. It's kind of funny this morning. Even as we were kind of closing out, it felt like the Lord was just raising up the prophetic in this season, this time. I'm not, whatever that means. I don't know. I just feel like the Lord wants to speak His heart to His people, and. Um, I just encourage you, I think, I think there were several of you that got some stuff that is for somebody that maybe it's not from up front. Maybe it's you need to go speak that to that individual. So I just want to encourage you. I, I think a lot of you got some things while we were praying. And maybe uh, there were some highlights that God wanted to do as a corporate body today. And, uh, you know, I'm not, we're not going to apologize for that. The Lord loves to do those type of things. So, um we just want to encourage you. I just want to encourage you to give those words, speak those words before you leave. There's some people up here that would pray for you if maybe something that the Lord spoke or somebody was, you, you, you heard a word that applied to you. I just want you to come and get prayer this morning as well. Yeah, I, I just think there's um, a word for healings. Um, so I, I just really believe that the Lord wants to, as Rick shared, even, even that testimony of the healing, I, I just really feel like the Lord just wants to heal people right now so if you would just come hang with me and brandon we'll lay hands on you and believe for that miracle so so if you got some physical healing that you need this morning come get some prayer for it right everybody agree with that Man. can we just stand and agree together for these things lord we thank you for this morning we thank you that god that sometimes our agenda isn't always your agenda and, Lord, we can adjust, and we thank you that you've given us that place that we can just be spirit-led, Holy Spirit-led. And, Lord, we just believe for the, the words today that have spoken forth. Lord, we just pray for, Lord, that those words would be confirmed by your heart and your hand, Lord, this week. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that especially as, as, as really hearing, Lord, the things that Heather spoke, Lord, that... Not only that there's a great release, but there's a great infilling, God, just of those places that they're going to experience joy. Those people that stood today are going to experience the feeling of joy throughout their week in the name of Jesus. And, and Lord, for those that need healing, we're believing for 100% physical healing, God, because that's who God that you, you, it's what you did. It's what you did when you walked this earth. It's what you still do today. And so, Lord, we thank you for that. And we bless you for it. And we just agree with these, these words. We agree with the healings. We agree with everything that was done today. We agree with the worship, Lord, that was just declared a glory-to-glory -glory place for us to keep growing. It's not done yet. It, you're continuing to declare beauty from ashes. You're declaring beauty from ashes and life from this, in, the, in this place. So, Lord, we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Everybody said? Amen. Amen. Greet one another while you're heading out. Speak those words if you need to speak them. Have a great week. <laughs>